0: In the fourth Sicha of Parsha Shmos in volume 16, the Rebbe begins quoting with the verse that when Moshe and Aaron went to Pharaoh and told him the told him the message that he has to let the Jews leave to go bring sacrifices and pray and have a holiday. So Vaspari said to them, the king of Egypt, said to them, Lama Va Esa Why is Moshe and Aaron distracting them, the nation, from their works? You go to do your own burdens, go do your own work. So the Chazal say, why does Farah have to say, go do your own works? He could have just said, go back to the people or go to their work, go to the work. What's their work? It sounds like as if Moshe and Aaron had a different work, a different occupation, a different job that they had to do in Egypt. So the Chazal say." that since these words are written like this, go to your work, to your burdens, your work, what it means is actually that your work, it's telling us that their work, Moshe and Aaron's work, was different than the rest of the Jewish people. Because Moshe and Aaron were part of the tribe of Levi, and the entire tribe of Levi was exempt from the harsh labor in Egypt. Now to understand this better, why would Pharaoh... Exempt the tribe of Levi from work from the hard labor. So the Ramban, the Ramban says that it's a minhug, a custom by all nations that there should be wise people, scholarly people to teach people values and you know values of life and, and morals and so on of. Uh, uh, that's going around in their, in their societies. Therefore, Pharaoh appointed the tribe of Levi that they should they should be the chachameim the zikneim from the Jews. They should be the scholars and the elders of the Jews to teach them. That's what it means when he said, go back to your work. That means Pharaoh was arguing with Moshe, it's not enough that I freed you from labor. And top of that, you also want to mix into the, the politics and the way I decide how I'm going to run my country. Now, in addition to this, the Zohar says that the wisdom of the people in Egypt was more than people in the rest of the entire world. In addition to that, Pharaoh himself was a chacham gadol. He was a very wise person. So the argument of Pharaoh was actually a logical, wise argument based on this idea that he and the people were very wise. He said, look, according to the laws of nature, Jews will not be able to leave Egypt. As the sages taught us that it was such a hard slave camp in Egypt no ever, no slave was even able to escape from Egypt, it was so tight and in addition to that, Pharaoh knew that the way the world is from above Hashem had already decreed in partial we had this, where Hashem told Avram that the Golis Mitzrayim the exile is going to be for 400 years so Pharaoh knew that it's going to be for 400 years so he knew that they won't be able to leave therefore he's saying to them, what are you mixing into me? Why are you mixing into the way Hashem runs the world even? Go back and do your work. Go learn Torah, but mix out to the way the country runs. So what is the answer to that argument? seems like it's a very good argument. And the answer is that whose argument is this? It's Pharaoh's argument. If it was a normal argument from normal people, a different story. It was an argument from Parai. And therefore, Moshe and Aaron knew that we're not going to let this exile continue even for one moment. Because if I let it continue for one moment even and listen to Pharaoh's argument, his logical argument which maybe makes sense logically but we're not subject to that, if we would wait one more minute, we could have lost the whole opportunity to leave the, good, to, to leave the exile as we know it's brought down in the city of the Arisa, another place that when the Jews left we left Bichipazom, in a haste and it says that we had to leave so much that if we would have stayed longer than the amount that take, it takes time to even blink an eye we could have not went out of Egypt at all so they, even though it's true that logically it was a good argument, but Jews are not subject to the limitations of logic of the world, and therefore notwithstanding that even that there was a decree from above for 400 years, we were able to bring upon the geula even much faster, and we were able to jump over the cats and bring the cats to end for the exile faster, and therefore we saved ourselves 190 years, of the 400 years, and after 210, we we're able to leave. What's the lesson to this is, is that we have to learn from Moshe and Aaron here. Moshe and Aaron taught us here that a Jew should not think, let me learn Torah, I'm saving, my soul is saved. What do I need to? Go worry about other people and see how other people are doing. Go check if people are doing mitzvahs or not. Are they, or are they serving God or are they serving Pharaoh, the king of Egypt? Pharaoh, all he wanted was Gashmias. Is a person, all they're doing is to looking after the material things of the world? Like we see when the Jews had to build the cities of Pharaoh, it says the Chazal say that what cities did they have to build? The Chumash says they had to build Pisam Ramses. And the Chazal teach us Ramses means that really it was called Pisam, but they called it Ramses with the name because Ramses means that, means that it crumbled every time they built, it crumbled. They built again, crumbled. It was it was meaningless their their labor. Others say that really the name was Ramses but they called the pism because pitaheim Bailey, the whole of the opening of the ground swallowed in. It was like a quicksand. Everything that they built, where it was swallowed up. In other words, Pharaoh's whole thing is It was all about materialism. Are we is somebody serving materialism that has that's pointless, or are you doing more in order to bring a spirituality in there? And that's what Moshe and I. To to us, we're not even going to start arguing with him. This is what we have to do. We have to view this as the example of a fire, God forbid, that's burning a Jewish house, which you would never sit down and make calculations. Is at the right time? Should I go for it? Should I not try to put out the fire? Let me see if this is divine province. Maybe it should stay burning. Let the people get killed in it. I mean, It's not the way you think. It's obvious that everybody would jump to the opportunity and save a person. Because this is when When do you make a calculation If life is all about The material substances If it's all about The material world That's limited But if you realize That it's all about The higher worlds Then it would be a different View And you would jump at it The Friedrich Rebbe Once said In the name of the Shemtiv, He said In in the name of the Shemtiv That the obligation To love a fellow Jew Is not just a person who you know, but even a person who lives on the other side of the world. And this love has to be, love is limited, but you have to do it in a way like you love yourself, which means unlimited. And the previous Rebbe also said that the Mazucher Magid once said that he wished upon himself, he said, I wish that I would kiss a Sefer Torah with the same love and affection that the Valshemtev had for another Jew. And then he added in the name of the of the Magid, that if the Valshemtev would have known while he was here, in this world that how much he accomplished with his love to another Yid he would have done it even in much bigger greater ways even which is amazing to think, when you think about that that means the love a fellow Jew has to be in a way when the Pharaoh says go do your work of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs." that's all great but what's my job is to go save another Yid and that's what Moshe and Aaron did. They could have sat and learned her as their job was to shave at Levi. But they went out to save another Yid. And as the sages teach us, Hashem does not load us up for more, the more the any cre- 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 creation more than they can handle. So it's obvious that there's one thing that we have to remember. There's one condition to be able to fulfill the strength that Hashem gives you. And that is, don't postpone an opportunity. We're not supposed to postpone an opportunity for a week, a day, or even the amount of time it takes to blink an eye. We have to save somebody, otherwise they could stay in the exile, God forbid, for who knows to when. So we need to save every opportunity for another year as, right away. And this is the lesson That we bring to everybody People that are studying Torah Including people that are uh, Students in yeshivas And all Jews that are out there For the pillar of light That when you see another Yid That's in a spiritual situation Not in a good spiritual uh, uh, level It's not enough That you should convince yourself "Ah, I did enough I'm okay Do I really need to go Save the other person We have to realize That we are one entity We have to go out And save other people That's what it means When the Torah says Atem nitzavim hayim Kulchem all of you have to stand in front of Hashem, from the heads of the tribes, etc., all the way to the to the woodchoppers and the water carriers. And when, for example, he brings the example that his soldiers would line up at a, for a parade in front of a king, and one soldier, a simple soldier, will stand there, and he won't have a neat uh, uniform, or his buttons won't be perfectly polished, who will the king complain to? More than the person himself will complain to his generals, the people that are supposed to look after him, because that's our obligation that... Hashem always says, even though, of course, the water carriers, the wood choppers, and the water carriers—they're responsible for their own things—but the complaint goes to the heads of the tribes, and they will not be if they won't have what to answer. That's going to be a problem. Therefore, while Jews act in a way that we're all one entity, all the Jews together, from the head, from the heads of the tribes down to the water carriers, it will be that we'll stand all together in one group, and then we'll merit to serve Hashem with a complete uh, heart and this will bring to the oneness of Hashem and his oneness of his name.